positively enlightened. We are back. I am recording this in my living room right now and Maya is not with me. So we are doing individual episodes, recapping, welcoming back, and giving an overview of what's been going on, what we hope to happen in future episodes, and really just getting back into it. And I'm even smiling as I'm saying this because I've missed it so much, but I feel like we've both agreed that now is the time to come back. It's also embarrassing because I know that our last episode was last year, And we came back saying, yes, we're back, we're excited, and we truly were. But again, you know, life happens sometimes, and if you're not fully ready or invested in something, sometimes it's just not the best product, and I think that's exactly what happened. We also don't live in the same city right now, so it was kind of difficult just planning everything, Um, but we have been... Coming back to the drawing board, figuring out how we can do more episodes because we love talking about different things that have risen in our life that we can share um, in hopes of just building a community where we can all learn and grow from each other. But also, we love having guests on and learning from them. So we're really excited to be back and be doing that. And if you haven't listened to Maya's episode, make sure you go check it out. I was listening to it before I posted this, but after I recorded this episode. And it's just such a proud older sister moment for anybody who's an older sibling. Sometimes you see your little sister or brother do something and you're just like, that is so cute. They are just growing into such beautiful people. And that's what I felt when I was listening to her episode. And I'm really excited to be back with her in the next episode. But I heard her mention something about how old we were when we started, or we, I'm sorry, we ended the last episode. And I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I remember it was before her 21st birthday. It was right before her 21st birthday. And you guys, we're going to have to save her 21st birthday for another episode. But so many adventures have unfolded since then. Let's get positively Hey, hey. Okay, so welcome back. This is Noah with Positively Enlightened. Maya is not joining me today. This is a solo episode where we will be discussing updates and future details on what's to come. I don't even know where to start, to be honest, of what's happened in the past year and a half, I guess, because our last episode was January 2022. But a lot has happened. I feel like in the last episode, I said I moved, I live in Orange County, I live down in SoCal, I love it. And the funny thing is, I moved again. (laughs) So I'm still in the same city, but I moved into a new apartment. And I am so blessed and so happy to have been able to make this move. This was a move that I was really kind of scared to do because the last apartment that I lived in, it was the first place I lived out of town. You know, I had a group of new friends, just new places, new everything. So it felt funky thinking about moving again. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of just get maybe even a little bit scared when I think about moving or changes. And it's not that I think like I'm not gonna like it or be happy. It's maybe it's more of just the unknown of I don't know exactly what it looks like. And so that kind of creates 
a little bit of fear. And that's exactly what happened. I couldn't believe it when they said that I had been accepted into this apartment that I had been really wanting to move into because it's so close to the beach. It's like 50 steps right to the ocean. I am such a beach person, so that's really a huge, huge blessing. And I remember even thinking, oh my gosh, do I want to make this move? Is this the right choice? And weighing all the pros and cons. The pros were I loved my little community. I had a friend who lived downstairs right below me. I had a great property manager that would sometimes even come over and watch my cat. It felt very normal, felt normalized. So I was scared thinking about moving into this new place where I didn't know what my neighbors would be like. This layout is completely different, but there was so many pros, you guys. I did not have a dishwasher, which I actually don't really care about a dishwasher. I like to do my dishes by hand, but I also didn't have AC and I didn't have laundry. I would have to like go to the little community laundry area. Oh, whatever, I could go on and on. But I guess, you know, just sometimes change is good. And I, I really do think that everything always works out for a reason and for the best ways to happen. Like I think that when you really get out of your own way and you let everything just happen, you're not forcing anything, that's when the best possibilities come. So yeah, um, that's been a big change and adjustment. I've been doing just some DIY things that I can. I've hung some plants in my shower, which I love. I feel like it's like a little tropical rainforest in there and they love the humidity. And just getting more comfortable, you know, just getting everything settled in. So I want this episode to be kind of like a rapid fire of things that I've been doing, things that I've been thinking, and then at the end, I want to hear from you guys. I would love your feedback. Okay, new stuff that I've been doing. I have been trying to learn how to surf for the past, I would say the past year. Maybe maybe a little longer than a year. And I just love being in the ocean. I love swimming. I love snorkeling. So I thought, why would I not, you know, like, like surfing? Or why would I not try? It is so hard. <laughs> It is really, really hard. And maybe it's because I am i don't know how to skateboard and I've only been snowboarding like once or twice. So maybe it's also, I'm not used to those movements, but oh my gosh, it is hard. However, it is a great workout. I, sometimes I just love paddling out there and I feel like my arms and my back are getting stronger. And then, you know, you're trying to catch a wave and you try so hard and sometimes it crashes over your head. Sometimes it pushes you under. You just never know what's going to happen. But I totally understand why it can feel a little bit addicting. And I think it's because it's so calming, at least for people that like the water, like the ocean. I don't know what it is, but being out there and you're just floating around or you're just kind of waiting to be moved with the momentum of the ocean, it does feel really special. It does feel like you're working with the ocean to be able to do this activity. It's to me, really relaxing. I love to just go out there and meditate and just really kind of take things slow. I don't know. I really enjoy it. So that's something I've been trying to do more. I've been trying to go like once or twice a week, but it's hard, y'all. It's really hard, <laughs> but I'm not giving up this time. So that's something new I've been doing. Another thing that I have been really, really doing is upping all my supplements, vitamins, and cutting out all of the junk food and processed food and really kind of dissecting more of what I'm putting into my body. That has been something I've really changed 
in the past, especially six months. There's just been so much stuff coming out in the news and online about vitamins that are actually bad for you and all this processed food causing diseases and cancer and all of this stuff. And if you are anything like me in this mindset, I don't want to put any toxins in my body. If there is anything that I can do to avoid harming my body, I'm going to do it. And while it's so easy to just go to drive throughs or pick up processed snacks, you know, at the supermarket, I feel so much better when I am really just cooking all whole food, getting rid of all of those other ingredients that we really don't need, like getting back to our ancestry diet. I have really been dissecting everything that I've been putting in my body and trying to take note of if I feel different, what's actually helping, what's not. I don't know if you guys heard anything about the vitamin D, but a long time ago, this natural doctor told my family, why do we think that we can get vitamin D anywhere else but natural source, the sun? And I've been thinking about that as I've been taking vitamin D supplements and as it's been coming out that almost everybody is deficient in vitamin D. And it really can affect your body in so many different ways. It can cause depression. It can cause anxiety. I've been really looking at vitamin D and seeing, is this something that I should even be taking a supplement or should I be trying to get more of the sun? And I don't know if this is right or not. This is just some stuff that I've been reading of how the vitamin D supplements can not be natural and can actually harm certain bodies. So I've been trying just to go outside more, trying to get at least 20 to 30 minutes minimum of sun every day. And honestly, I feel so much more in rhythm with my body. Like I feel like I'm having enough energy throughout the day. I'm not having that midday crash. I feel like I'm getting on more of a schedule where I'm going to bed around the same time. That circadian rhythm that Huberman always talks about. I feel like I... I'm noticing more of that when I get enough natural vitamin D from the sun. I've also been taking different supplements for sleep. And I don't know if you guys ever listened to the sleep episode that we did a while ago. But I truly suffered from, I don't even know what it was, I guess. I, I could not go to sleep. I would sleep for like one to two hours every couple days. And then I would have one day where I like just crash and get a bunch of sleep. It was bad. It was so bad. I was exhausted all the time. I never felt like I was getting like good steady amounts of sleep. And I would just feel stressed and anxious. Like when I would go to bed, I would lay in bed thinking, oh my gosh, it's already 2 a.m. It's already 3 a.m. When am I going to go to sleep? Oh man, I have to wake up early now. I've only got four hours of sleep. You know, when you look at the clock and you're just like, this is, this is just doom. This sucks. Anyway, I've been getting better sleep over the past few years, but I will say that over the past year, I really have got the best sleep of my life and I am overactive mind thinking person like I would always want to watch a show at night where I'm just like brain dead like I don't want to think about anything I just want to chill out calm down even I, I couldn't even read books at night because it would just stimulate my brain too much and I would be thinking I couldn't even watch documentaries at night because it would make me think too much anyway these supplements have really really helped me sleep so much better. Like I get tired. Like 20, 30 minutes after taking them, I am tired. I need to close my eyes and I love that. This is nothing new. I didn't make this. This is actually the Huberman Sleep Cocktail. So what I take is you get magnesium, take 140 milligrams a night. You take theanine, 
one to 300 milligrams a night. Apigenin, I don't know if I'm butchering that, 50 milligrams a night. Enocytol, 900 milligrams a night, or I take 1,000. And then GABA, I take 100 milligrams a night. So I take that every night, and then this is what I think is the the chef's kiss, the, the magic key, is I drink, not a lot, maybe like a half a cup of tart cherry juice. And that mixture, you guys, yeah, you'll be sleeping good. You will be sleeping good. I used to take melatonin, but then I heard some stuff saying that melatonin could disrupt your hormones and affect your levels, and I just didn't even want to mess with that anymore, so I stopped taking that. Also, I know a lot of people that take melatonin and have crazy, crazy wild dreams, so some people don't like taking it for that effect. Okay, let's dabble a little bit more in stuff that I've removed from my everyday life and living. You have probably all heard of the Yucca or Yucca app. Y-U-K-A. I don't know if this is reliable or not. You know, we've got the people that say that it's only in high doses that is this stuff poisonous and can affect you. And then the other people that are like, yeah, but it's banned in certain countries. So why would we have it allowed here? I don't know. But again, on the same page of if I don't need it, then I'm just not even going to try it. I'm not even going to tempt putting that into my body. That's just my stance. So, of course, I did the thing where I scanned all my makeup, all my hair products, all the things in my fridge that I could scan, and I did it, y'all. I threw it all away if it was anything under, like, 70%. I really tried to be, like, 80-90%, but I just threw it all away. And then I replaced all my shampoo, all my conditioner, my toothpaste, replaced it all because, I don't know, who knows? And I'd rather just be on the other side if it it isn't going to be good for me. And in other news, along that same route, I have been making my own bread. So my mom gave me a bread maker and I really was kind of like, oh my gosh, is this going to be hard? Is this going to taste good? Also number one. And yes, it tastes so good. It only has like four or five ingredients in it. There is nothing artificial. There's no preservatives. So you have to eat it in like three to four days or freeze it or give it to friends but ever since I've been doing that it just I just feel like this is good this is really good stuff I'm getting good vitamins getting good food that I'm able to cook and it just feels good you know you know how first of all it's cool because you know how to cook these foods that you would just go buy at the supermarket and two you know the ingredients that you're putting into your body so I just love that okay so Let's talk real estate, one of my favorite subjects. So last time I had that triplex in Cincinnati, which I was so thankful that it was finished because of all the trials and tribulations that were involved with it. But I have since purchased another investment property. It is so cool, you guys. It is a house that was built, we're not exactly sure because there's different dates on paperwork, between 1840 to 1860s, okay? This is so old. This house is so cool because it used to be, in Indiana, the first city post office and supermarket. So when people were traveling to like Chicago or further south, they would always stop at this place and either drop off their mail, send some letters, or buy some groceries. So it's so cool that this used to be such a big historical landmark. And the only reason that we were able to make this project our own and then also keep a lot of the historical facts that are in the home is the previous owner signed off where he wouldn't allow it into the historical society. 
So if it wasn't a historical society, we would have had to follow like all of these very strict color schemes and building ways and everything and architectural styles, which we did try to keep a lot of that. So I do not like to buy an old house and then just completely change it. I love to see like the same doors, the same frames, the same woodwork, um, all of the same like baseboards. I just think that's so cool. I feel like it's like a step in history. I love the classical characteristics of it and it just feels really unique. So I try not to change as much as possible and then obviously you know do the updates we've got like really nice tiled showers now the kitchen has this beautiful quartz countertop and i just think it's a really really neat property so that one has been in the works and since then because it's currently for sale i have been itching to do another project so i'm like really really excited for when this sells and I can finally look for something else and I'm debating on looking into self-storage or possibly a laundromat or possibly just buying some more single-family homes. We'll keep you updated but I'm excited for what's going to happen. Also because I love investing in Indiana so much I decided to get my real estate license out there. I just felt like it would help me a lot in purchasing properties and selling them and not having to always hire a different realtor. Instead, I can be that realtor. So I went and finished the courses and took all the classes and passed and got my license. So I'm pretty excited about that. And also, just a reminder, if you want to get any of these licenses or dabble in it, go for it. You know, it's only going to cost your time. You need to study. All this is possible. And I don't even live in Indiana, but I thought that would be really helpful. And also, why not? So in the last episode last year, I talked about uh, how I launched my website where I just give some information and details about how to get started investing in real estate because I know that's the hardest decision is where, what do I get started in? Do I buy a property and keep it rented? Do I start flipping? It's hard. There's, there's so many options and it's hard to decide what to start with. So yes, I do have my website launched. And then also I do have something pretty cool on my TikTok if you guys want to check it out. But it's my series. So basically I created five episodes and each episode gives a explanation of how to get started. So I have one video on like, how do I fund my investments? I have another video on what would it be better to keep it and rent it or to flip it and what calculations to use. So stuff like that. And I was pretty excited when TikTok reached out because I just didn't even know that was a thing. But it's pretty cool because you can just get the series, watch the video, and then implement all the strategies and get started buying your first investment property. Okay, along that TikTok note, for people who have TikTok or Instagram reels, I don't know if you ever saw this trend that was going around where it was like girls phone notes or something else pretty much like and then it's like screenshots of their phone notes and there will be the most wild either thoughts or just like confusing questions and I, t I totally relate and I was doing that actually just last week I was trying to clean up my notes because I have so many like it's unhealthy I think there was over 75 and some of them just had like a period it, it didn't make any sense so I was going through my notes and I was deleting some and moving some stuff and these notes are so old there were I think they were from like 2015 so I was going down going down this rabbit hole scrolled to the bottom 
when I was in the bottom like five notes, I was just reading these like, wow, I typed this. Sometimes do you ever, you know, type something or write a little note, journal, and then you go back and then you kind you definitely forget that you wrote it. But then you're like, wow, this really doesn't even sound like me. Like it sounds like another person or just, wow, what a different perspective and just a totally different moment and mindset. And that is exactly what happened to me. I was reading some of these notes and I was like, wow, that just feels like so long ago where I feel like I'm a different person. Yeah, I just did some reflecting after all those notes and I was just thinking about how much time and different experiences and different people can truly shape you, shape your life, shape your outlook, shape how you talk, shape how you think give you different perspectives. It's really, really amazing to be able to look back and then, you know, appreciate the person that you were, appreciate the thoughts that you had, but also acknowledge how much you've grown and the new ways that you can look at things and accept things. I just think it's really cool to be able to look back at younger you or even five years ago you and just see how much you've done, how much you've accomplished, how much you've changed in those couple of years and just thinking, wow, what is the next few years hold? And what do I want them to look like? What do I want to change into? What do I want to spend more time doing and thinking about? I just thought that was really interesting to go down the notes phone rabbit hole. Okay, lastly, other big thing that happened in the past, I guess, year, yeah, year, is a lot of traveling. And I'm such a big traveler. I think everyone should get out, explore, experience new cultures, languages, go to a city where no one speaks the same language as you. You can't read the signs. I love that. It's so fulfilling. So someplace that I've always wanted to go is Thailand. I really, really enjoyed Asia, but when I went, I was only in Japan and I didn't really get to explore. Thailand has always been somewhere on my list because I love what the culture sounded like. I love that there's so many islands, the water looks so beautiful, the snorkeling, Thai food, Thai tea, (laughs) just so much good stuff. And I loved how cheap that everybody said it was to travel. I love, you know, getting a good deal where you're able to stay at these beautiful resorts and it's nothing compared to the same price you would pay, you know, in Mexico or Europe. So yeah, I've been really wanting to go to Thailand. Went there for the first time in November and it was so amazing, so beautiful. The culture and the people were so beautiful. They were funny, they had a great sense of humor, they were so nice, they were so helpful. It was super easy to get around. We were able to visit a lot of different islands. I think the first time maybe seven different islands. It was just beautiful. I was literally addicted, so addicted that I had to go back in January. So I was literally home for like a little over a month had to go back. I was addicted. I still am addicted. Brought Maya back with me the other time. Explored some new islands, went back to some of the same islands, and it just feels like such a healing place for your soul. I just thought it was such a beautiful place, one of my favorite places I have ever visited, and will definitely continue to go back. There is so much to explore in that country. It is breathtaking it is so fun and you can just go to so many different places and never see the same place again anyway thailand has been top of my list and i'm so excited and blessed that i was able to go there not once but twice within three months 
and I highly recommend everyone to travel there if you have never been. We also went to the Philippines in January and I was blown away at the amounts of islands that there are in the Philippines. You guys, there's thousands. There's thousands of islands in the Philippines. It's amazing. I, I, I mean, even if you saw 10 islands a year, you would never see them all in your lifetime. That's just amazing. Um, the Philippines was really cool too. The water was beautiful. The food was amazing. I was really shocked at how good the food was. I don't know why I didn't think Filipino cuisine would be like top of my list, but oh my gosh, it was so yummy. The flavors were really, really good. We went um, to a couple different islands there. We went swimming with some whale sharks. We went canyoneering where we were jumping off cliffs and swimming through different rivers and through rocks. It was such a great experience. And it was so, so, so much fun. It was also one of those places where you just see how beautiful the people are there. They were just so devout in their faith. They were so kind. They just seemed like they had such good souls. I thought that was so beautiful to see. So yeah, we have been traveling. Definitely I'm hoping to travel more this year, but we'll see. And I guess to end this episode, something that I really want to hear from all of you is what topics you would like to hear and learn more about. So obviously we'll do some episodes together and then we want to pull in some guests because we love hearing their thoughts and you know they're so educated on these topics that they come to talk about. So we want to bring in some more guests and I want to know what topics, what type of themes, what would you like to learn about, what kind of podcast do you want this to be? Leave a comment, let me know. I'm also going to go ask some strangers today, so stay tuned for the end of this episode where I'm just going to take some polls. I'm going to ask some random people on the street, random people I encounter, what type of podcast they like to listen to, and we'll see if it matches. What kind of podcast topics do you like to listen to? Probably like lifestyle ones or like uplifting like goal-making ones, if anything. What kind of podcast topics do you like to listen to? Just random ones, but usually like funny topics that are like real, you know what I mean? What kind of podcast topics do you like to listen to? Pretty much anything. Finance. Uh, I like listening to conspiracy podcasts um, and then also local local news as well. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week. Maya and I will be back together for another special episode. See you then. Let's get positively enlightened. This episode is really-